0: Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer.
1: And we're in. Double Deuce. The Deuce is here. The Deuce is here for you. We are giving freely of the Deuce to you the tools that we have put together over the course of 200 episodes
0: 250 lay, something
1: 250 something laid out in front of you uh, like a, like a toolbox of of great information and joy uh, our friends i've been watching the vow on me too oh yeah and uh, you know it's about that sex cult and he's always talking about the tech and the tools and suddenly i've thought you know these, all these sex cult leader guys, they're not a lot different than you or I, only they just sound a lot more sure of themselves. So I've decided to become um, a cult leader. And, yeah. uh, and that's my new jam is to take out any sort of hint of, you know, this kind of crippling self-doubt that I've lived uh, a long time with. Uh, take that out and then replace it with an absolute assurance that everything's going to be just fine. It's the American
0: way. That cult's weird that like watching that show, because I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of cults, you watch a thing and you're like, I don't get it. I don't get what the hook was exactly. And I was watching this one and I felt pretty much the same. I was like, I can kind of see like what they're offering. what it, it's, I can especially see why act like actors and actresses were into it, because it seems like the goal is figuring, is like being able to transpose like your emotional response to one thing with your emotional response to another thing to allow, allow you to like overcome like trauma that's happening actively to you. Potentially, I, I feel like is maybe like, or at least to like not get wrapped up in it so that you can, uh, so that he, they can, can be continually traumatized, I suppose, from the cult leader's point of view. But I was like, that doesn't seem particularly like healthy but it, it, I guess I can see at least like why it would be a useful tool that people would be like, Oh yeah, this is cool. I like being able to do this. You're wrong. I was all
1: in, I was all in, I was ready to join. I felt like at last, finally the cult for me, it doesn't revolve around religion. It doesn't revolve around, you know, I mean the, the whole like uh, scarf wearing and spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched it yet, but the whole scarf wearing, it's not a big spoiler because they talk about it very early on anyway and, and the scarf achievement system. Uh, you know, I mean that's a little that's a little weird. But then again I also took taekwondo and let's face it, different color belts, weird to delineate amounts of time that you paid to be there. I mean I basically taekwondo was kind of a cult is what I'm saying. Yeah. it wasn't a cult that helped you know overcome anything. And those people the way they talk to each other, they talk to each other like highly evolved people.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean they certainly like they process a lot in every conversation
0: it's true it just it seems like it's it's pretty i mean one it seems like really pretty scientology except for like there's no aliens involved is is a lot of outbreaks down right i mean you're dissing on my cold now so it feels, it feels like pretty much exactly like it but it but for like removing the aliens they added like more of a pyramid scheme angle to it. There's a lot more like classes and uh and, and other things you're paying for and a lot of recruitment necessary to move up in the system.
1: Straight marketing, isn't it? It's like we don't even we don't even try to hide it. Like you are you are out there to sell new subscriptions to yeah. our to our cult. Uh and, and everybody's like, oh, this has evolved, and it's like re- you're really not what's going
0: on here. But on the other hand, I mean Honestly, had they not like had they not turned it into a sex cult they probably would have been rich <laughs> i'm guessing they would have just i feel like it has at least the appeal that scientology has i feel like they could even market it as like a, hey scientology is pretty crazy but what about this but if you weren't yeah if you weren't actively creating a sex cult about it i feel like then it is just a pyramid scheme
1: i mean when you really boil it down and here here's the thing that A lot of people don't know the true story of Charles Ponzi. They don't understand what was so great about Charles Ponzi because he's treated like a villain and actually I think he's the guy that quintessentially got the American idea and it's really sort of a two-parter idea. One is that everything
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Will froze. Well, that's a problem. I wonder if he'll come back. I wonder if I'll come back.
1: In essence, it's a
0: pyramid. So, buddy, you, uh, I feel time. froze there for a while, so I don't know how long you were talking, potentially. I was just kind of <laughs> kind of vamping for a second.
1: Should we take a little bit of a, a, a pause in case we want to like cut that part out?
0: Yeah, we can just leave it it wasn't very long but you were you were clearly frozen for about 15 seconds i feel like
1: well in case anybody didn't hear my point is is that uh you know uh ponzi like he he, he was running a, a pyramid scheme but he at least he realized that everything in america is essentially a pyramid scheme under some guys or another and sometimes there's more payback for that scheme earlier but we basically live in a giant pyramid scheme of an economy and secondly True.
0: But I would I would argue that that, that it, just because you realize that and exploit it doesn't make you, like, less of a bad person. It's just because the system's bad and you, you exploit the bad system to do bad things. It's not just because there's a bad system you're out so actively doing bad things. Wrong! Robin Hood. We
1: all like Robin Hood. He was a guy who was out doing bad things, but for the right reasons. Charles Ponson. Pye- he was out doing bad things. Wasn't necessarily For
0: bad reasons <laughs> to make himself rich. Robin Hood didn't keep the money he stole. He gave it away. give it to people who being oppressed. He gave them their money back, basically. Ponzi,
1: a lot of people don't know this,
0: but actual Ponzi, actually,
1: and I feel like I should do a drunk history on Ponzi because I, I love him so much. He, too bad they canceled the show. <laughs> I know. It hurts. He was a man of, 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 of big uh, emotion big uh, you know big drama and he once gave uh literally gave a a girl a little girl who needed a skin (laughs) she got badly burned he gave her the skin off his back because he was that cut when he was working for a mining company because he was really concerned about her and he did that not for gain at that point in time although he would do a lot of other things that were exploitive he did that because he actually cared and then later on He found the scheme. It should have worked. It turns out, logistically, it didn't. He did find that out, and he continued to do the scheme, and that's where the gray area comes in, and then he sort of kept going with that. But he finally died alone and penniless somewhere in South America, and that's the price he paid for going too close to the sun. But in essence the the quintessential American capitalist showman, in my opinion, Charles Ponzi. Read more about him. My point, though,
0: yeah, is, I mean, he, he at least had to hustle for it. I mean, he's he's better than like a Rockefeller, certainly. He
1: was he was a he was a fun guy. Like I'll he, give ma- him, I'll give him that. He managed to bullshit. He, he had a run on his bank, and he managed to go out with donuts and like be like, "Hey guys, everybody's running on this," you know. <laughs> hold on a little while longer just calm down like completely full of shit because you know he, did, he didn't have any money but he's like let's just calm it down let's just uh, all remember that this is, this is the federal government the securities that you're buying are federal post securities we're in good shape the only bad thing that could happen is if y'all panic right now if you just wait then it's gonna be just fine and he got to get, do a scheme for about six months longer so is it unethical yeah but I mean, everybody was pulled by these huge rates of return, and they would have worked had the system worked the way he thought it did when he first got into it. Again, his only crime was trying to rob to pay PayPal, and to my mind, um, in this in in our current state of America, very small crime.
0: Yeah, okay. I guess I can I can I can see where you're coming from, but I I don't know that it still uh, makes it not not a crime. They're white collar crimes certainly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and he was in prison for a while with, a, with like a big shot oil guy who was in there for fraud or something. And the guy was like, just remember, you know, the bigger, the, 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 the more important you are, the less time you do for the crime. And then the dude ate soap and got sick and like pretended to be sick and got out in like two weeks. And it's like, yeah, the, 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 basically the criminal justice system is complete bullshit. Um, it, it just it matters how big you are. So the bigger you are, the less you fall. Mm-hmm. Is the is the goal there? We were get, uh, we were talking about sex cult. So my point is, um, and 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 how far has that sex cult fallen? I think everybody's pretty much gotten gotten away scot free, except for maybe the main guy. I think he may have done. Uh,
0: he, some of them were, I believe, dealing with some legal repercussions, but I don't remember the extent to which because it was kind of a few years ago. I feel like when the shit was hitting the fan a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shout well, out to so I don't quite remember exactly the details of what happened in the we end. We should
1: rock Wilbur on here to talk about the sex cult because he, he really
0: ought to. He did a whole lot of reporting and shit on that.
1: He Broke it real early, like. But i I, mean, I was sad not to see him involved in this HBO documentary, which is very. Yeah. Tw-
0: this documentary is interesting. It's kind of, uh, it's interesting.
1: It's sort of a Hollywood eats itself documentary because a it's bit. <laughs> they, they there's so much filming of everything that you're like is this what's real and what's not real I start to forget yeah after a while hey speaking of should we have like a massive wildfire fire corner and like shout out to all our friends who are facing uh, horrific wildfires on the coast uh yeah. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to shout out to uh, our friends Alyssa, uh, Alyssa at the uh, at, at uh, Alyssa and Liz do it uh, uh, themselves, or I think that's the name of their podcast. Anyway, yeah, for, we're,
0: the podcast directly. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're friends with their podcast. Um, apparently, they're they're kind of getting close. Uh, fire's getting close to Alyssa's house. That's a little scary. That's scary.
0: Um, that whole got, that whole scene is fucking nuts. That's that's it's terrible.
1: D and D Scott's okay, but but our buddy Nick, up is, who's on the other side of Portland, like he's he's real close. Like he's got a car packed with shit, and he's basically like, if it comes any closer, I have to drive away with all this shit that's in my car, and that's really scary. Um, yeah, Fred Dylan is up in the in the middle of wine country, like living his wine pl- plucking dream, grape plucking dreams, and being surrounded by smoke. I mean, it's 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 affecting uh, lots of people
0: yeah there's a fucking shitload of people uh fucking uh I know I've been seeing posts from a bunch of people yeah oh, that shit's pretty terrible and it's also it's bad that it's become kind of just an accepted norm even though it's it's is bad it's worse than it's really ever been at the moment,
1: yeah yeah it seems like it's something that we're not really. Like any other year or any other uh point in history this would have been like a catastrophic national emergency. I mean, I swear you can catch a little
0: although I would I would argue that generally like for all the wildfires that do happen, people kinda don't give a shit as much. Although the footage this time I think would finally be the one where people at least were like, Oh, this is actually a serious problem. But I don't I wonder how far people would still like get into it the way that like all national disasters you know grab people for a week or so and then people kind of stop paying attention
1: man you're cynical you're cynical and i feel like you're cynical about fire and i feel like mm-hmm. that's the worst element to be cynical about because Dude, like, don't
0: turn your back on it
1: no you get cynical about water uh, what's the worst that's going to happen you get don't wet get
0: off fireworks during a drought to let people know the sex of your baby <laughs> Yeah.
1: Also, uh, you know, also basically, like a third of all babies are, are born. Uh, it's probably not a third, but I there are statistics that a fair amount of babies are born intersex. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a, and uh, also, you know, why why binary? Why binary? And also, why yeah. the? Fuck? Uh, it's an artificial concept, it's construct. So, mm-hmm. um, really, if you're going to have a gender reveal party, do yourself a favor and just go fuck yourselves.
0: Yeah. At least be low-key about it. There's no reason to be so celebratory about the idea.
1: Send out like clue cards and like manila envelopes and people can feel like goddamn detectives for you having a sonogram. Yes. I'm I'm not cynical about that. I want people to be happy more than anything, but within reasonable boundaries that don't hurt other people.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair thing
1: to ask for. I mean, if it makes you happy to have a gun and you're able to do it responsible, responsibly, that's great. Uh, if you, As soon as you start shooting other people, that's a problem. You know, if it makes you happy to, you know, do whatever you want, then do it. But just as soon as it causes other people harm or malice, then you're a shithead. Anyway, wow, that was, I got on my soapbox hardcore. Sure.
0: And before we started this one, you're like, "Hey, let's try. To, let's do a light one. We've been a little heavier lately."
1: <laughs> We're gonna do a light one. And I think we should go back to light. What other light topics oh, do we have? And then doc- you,
0: you started out with, "Hey, you know that sex cult documentary," and then went into.
1: The <laughs> you know I have plans, and I, and I really want things to go well, and I want. I want us, I mean, next. Oh, this is one thing that we did have on there, and I think it's important. You know, starting tomorrow, the Best of Lawrence Awards come out, and everybody's going to see, you know, kind of, uh, would we proudly place um, what I love to say is first, but I think more realistically, it'll be fourth or fifth. Maybe third. Maybe we'll sneak into third. I mean, those Book Squad ladies, they're a good podcast, and Hawk Talk, that's rough to compete with, but. you know, maybe we got lucky. Maybe the book squad ladies' entire uh, groupie section was like reading books and didn't vote. Maybe the hawk talk folks like they didn't know to vote. You know, maybe we have the most dedicated fans. Um, you know, I'm not saying that the the, the order necessarily matches the, the the quality, but I am saying um, I, I do I do hope we. We do well for our fans because you know you guys are the reason that we do this, and um, well, that in sheer bloody stubborn mindedness, and we want to do well. So, uh, tomorrow yeah. we'll know where we come in as like where do we we rate in terms of Lawrence's uh top podcast?
0: Yeah, where do we rate? Give us a sense of our value, please.
1: Right? We wouldn't, we wouldn't be doing what we were doing if it weren't for. Like how it affected other people. No, that's not true. We we did it mostly because we wanted to have some fun.
0: Humble us or enable us.
1: Yeah, enable us. Let's let's be enabled. Although they already enabled us. Like this, this actually doesn't matter because it's already all been decided uh, in January. Like something could have changed and somebody could hate us now and they, their vote still counts.
0: Exactly. That's how a democracy works. <laughs>
1: You <laughs> uh, a <viva> democracy, <laughs> yeah. so anyway, then so best of Lawrence. Like, there's uh, we, we've got a link in, and I think we're going to put it in the comment section.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: it's tomorrow at 10 a.m. I don't, you don't necessarily have to listen, but they will post it after that. So you can check us out, say and say, Congratulations, uh, hashtag uh, double deuce congrats to us for whatever we get, you know, fifth place. That's still awesome. You know how many people there are in this town? Eighty-seven thousand ish, maybe more with the students.
0: Mm-hmm. A
1: lot of them have podcasts. If ten percent have podcasts, that's eight thousand seven hundred podcasts that we're in the top five of.
0: Yeah. No, like that math is unassailable. We're clearly, we're clearly a value, but but just how much? <laughs> like we need to figure out that just that that five percent more value
1: well and what is value when you really break it down like like a value to whom exactly and in, in what capacity i mean things like larryville life there larryville life is of value but i think it also has its own artistic merit things like lawrence flea scanner that is also of value i would argue that there's no artistic merit there um <laughs> It's just reposting. This is one thing that, when Noggle and I get together, we sometimes kvetch about. It's like you have pages that are dedicated to very specific things, like best sports in Lawrence versus hey, we're just a couple of guys talking about life. And it's like, how do you, how do you compare those? I mean, you can't. I mean, sports is extremely popular. A lot of people care about it. Obviously, they're the more on paper interesting. But who's putting you know, sort of more value into
0: the world. It's true. Also, our sports stakes are pretty good. Speaking of should we have a sports quarter. We could do that. I mean, we're rather. What do we do it on time? Do we have time? I don't know. I just realized that I didn't start my timer, so I have no idea where we're doing on time. Three minutes. So maybe we shouldn't. We'll save sports quarter for next week, but it will be really
1: valuable. That's the point. It um, will be. Yeah. This week, though, I do have to make one more plug before yeah, we. Yeah, yeah.
0: Make the plug.
1: Yeah, and that is Schitt's Creek Trivia uh, coming up um, this Friday at 7.30 p.m. Um, you can find a link to it at Shitscreek.give Creek. That gives did,
0: you say, did you say, sorry, was that 7 or 7.30?
1: 7 7.30, 7.30 with, uh, with host Andy Morton. Uh, and it's going to be over seasons 1 through 5 of Schitt's Creek. Anybody from anywhere in the nation can join. It's $50 per uh, team, but check this out. Your team can be any size. So if you have ten friends, that's only five dollars each. You all join, everybody's happy. Uh, and then, um, yeah, and then and then uh, there's there's the no rag- limits
0: to team size, no holds barred.
1: No holds barred. No 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 uh, no. Okay
0: for the whole seat, but you only need the edge.
1: All right, I think you're taking it a little too far now. But seasons one through five, no,
0: it's going to be great.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'll, we can even give people a, a, a freebie question that may or may not be in there, but I'm going to throw this in anyway. Uh, and this is for you, Nelson. Um, okay. one, one writer on the show, he wrote six episodes, uh, Former Kid in the Hall. Do you know which former kid in the hall wrote for Schitt's Creek?
0: Hmm.
1: Think about it. Think which one might be might be uh, kind of closest to um, the cast there, because they're Canadian. It all is all done in Canada.
0: It's true. Yeah, they are all Canadian. Um, hmm.
1: It's a tough one. It's a tough one.
0: It is. I'm going to say Kevin.
1: You know, that's a really good answer, and it's probably what I would have answered before I knew it, but it's not. It's actually Bruce McCulloch. That was
0: my second choice.
1: Yeah, so Bruce. So there you go. You already got one answer correct if you go to Schitt's Creek Trivia on on Friday. Um, Yeah. If Andy puts that question in, I submitted it to him. We'll see if he puts it in. I thought it was fun. I thought it was like a neat little uh, Canadian Easter egg. It is. Do Canadians have Easter they have like a, a bunny, yay, or does he get like eaten by a wolverine? Like, like you get like half a uh, half an Easter basket, and then it's the rest. The other half is chomped by a wolverine because uh, the the Easter wolverine gets the Easter bunny about halfway through the day, and it just turns gory, turns into a nightmare of blood and agony uh, up there in Vancouver and Ontario and Toronto um, halfway through Easter. You get half a ham; the other half is just, you, you
0: just. I think you just you just said all of Canada basically. You were like you, you were like West Coast and East Coast.
1: Yeah, no, I'm saying this is a Canadian holiday, right? I mean, they have, have Canadian Thanksgiving; they're going to do that different. Why don't they have Canadian Easter too? Where's it's
0: true, but he, Thanksgiving is a national holiday, Easter is a religious holiday. But at the same time, maybe they do it different. The way that like American Christmas is different than like other Christmases. Like,
1: yeah, I'm just saying, who's looking out for the Easter Wolverine,
0: Canadian
1: mm-hmm. Canadians?
0: Yeah, no, um, you gotta That's look our- out for him. He'll he'll eat your eggs. Sorry, I was taking notes. He, <laughs> he killed he killed a rabbit. I'm guessing. I mean, yeah. Also, is it like the animal Wolverine or like the, the superhero Wolverine or or like both?
1: The animal, the animal. It's like the animal, like the Wolverine, the Easter Wolverine bites the head off the Easter a good Bunny.
0: Idea. Let's not get in any kind of legal trouble over this whole thing.
1: Get yeah. yeah, the Marvel universe involved in this. This is like I think, yeah. I,
0: think I think the Easter Bunny like is, is, is open license, and so like an Easter Wolverine, like I mean, I feel like we're in the clear here. I'll I'll, I'll email our lawyer. Great. Can we do that now,
1: like while it's still fresh? Yeah. Okay. Our time went about twenty seconds ago, so we're we're way well, over.
0: Double it. deuce, then we were getting stuff done. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You double don't need double deuce. <laughs> oh, I'll cut it off now. Fine. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, just, I, I thought we were having a nice time, and you're like, "Hey, cut it. We got to go." <laughs> <laughs> so, the hell are
1: we still on? I thought you fucking yeah. got miscommunicated. We switched over the power <laughs> tonight again, ladies and gentlemen. And now we don't know who's running what. It's chaos.
0: Chaos hey man, in- hey man, I said Double Deuce, didn't I?
1: Yeah. Double deuce. This has been
0: Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the
1: intro sounded bad, this outro sounds